The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to What We Said, what we podcast. said podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. And today we are doing dating app horror stories. Good job. You remember to say the topic at the beginning yes. before we start chatting our mouths away. Yeah. We only <laughs> forget to tell you guys what the actual episode is about. And then 10 minutes go by and we're like, oh yeah, this is what we're talking about today. So we've never done this episode. We've done worst dates before and it's been a yeah. while since we've even done that. But dating app specific ones, I think are going to be really, really good. Shout out to the person who gave us that idea. Oh, who was it? No clue. Well, awesome. DM this, so. <laughs> I'm sure they feel if really was, special right now. If it was now. you, thank you. I forgot. We had our What We Said new photo cover shoot. Oh. photo shoot today. <laughs> it was so fun. It was. Okay, here's some tips for you guys. Always, always go above and beyond because mm-hmm. we have learned this over the past couple years of doing podcast shoots. The shoots that we go to. Go to extremes. Yeah, Leif, <laughs> that's a little bit loud. What is that? <laughs> No, you can hear it. Literally I'm hearing crunching. <laughs> Little in the background. A firecracker goes off. It's like, what? Light, lighting off fireworks? Yeah, something fishy's happening over there. Um, <laughs> anyway. You're just eating a carrot like a rabbit? Literally. Um, the anyways, photo shoots. You yes. said the photo shoots The photo the shoots that we go above and beyond for, that we make sure we plan out our outfits to a T. Mm-hmm. And... We go, you know, things that we're like, let's save a little money here and there when we're just like, no, let's get what we want to get. It turns out better than we expect. And then vice versa, when we're like, eh, let's just throw this together. We throw it together last minute. It's always just like, no. Yeah. Because you kind of, when you're not, you know, getting the clothes you want to get or renting out the space, it's like you have to uh, like Jimmy rig a lot of stuff. Like you have to just, you know what I mean? We're not saying you have to spend an astronomical amount of money. Mm Mm-hmm. Just but plan more is plan really what it more is. And be and get specific. Mm-hmm. Don't just like do what works. It's like make it work. You know what I mean? Mm, sure. But kind <laughs> of like, contradicted, just go with it. Just go with it. Contradicted itself. <laughs> but yes. No. So what we were gonna do is we have a white backdrop. Lady, really? This is just <laughs> I love recording in my small Airbnb. Lady's literally on my lap, like playing with the wires. <laughs> um we were going to shoot this all in my backyard at our Airbnb on just like a white backdrop. But as time went on and I would go out there during the time we were going to shoot, like days leading up to it, I started getting real nervous about the lighting. And we have like a huge light that I'm like, maybe we could bring it out here. But it's also such a small, like the paper that we have is kind of yeah. small. And I'm like, I know I'm thinking about that now. And I'm like, oh, how could we have how done could that? We have done it? No. On so, grass too. And literally the, so the day before the shoot, the afternoon before the shoot, I think it was meant to be because I was with Kristen a little bit like another day ago. And she was saying, uh, she was talking about this like studio in LA, this natural light studio. And she's like, oh, is that where you guys are shooting it? And that kind of piqued my interest because I used to shoot there when I was a photographer a lot. Like I would shoot models there. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that place. I was like, no, we're just shooting in my backyard. And then as I started thinking about it, I'm like, we should shoot at that place. Yeah, like, it was it so would be good. so. And I'm so glad we did. Mm-hmm. It was so much better. It was so nice to have such a big space to like put all of the makeup stuff and when there were like chairs that we could yes. both sit on. It was way better. So I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we got the dresses you had found because yes. they were perfect. And yeah, everything was great. Can't wait for you guys to see the new cover art. Yes, we did our makeup and fun. Um, colors, we, we went yes. full out. Our queen Jackie did our makeup. Yes. She's super talented. So good. And yeah, we just went all out. We got our makeup done. We made fun TikToks. Also, please note that this is our cover photo shoot also, not just like a random one. Like yes. the thing that people are going to see for a long time. Yeah, for years to come. And we felt like it's almost been three years and we're ready for kind of a rebrand for our cover mm-hmm. art um, because it's super cute. But I feel like our podcast has kind of shifted and like evolved since we've had it. Yes. And so now it's kind of a different vibe. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. We're super excited about it. We haven't even, we need to like have someone even create it for us. Like we haven't, yes. I don't know when it's going to be ready, but it was nice to at least get it done. Get it done. And now we just have to edit the photos and stuff. But yeah, it was nice. It was really fun. We came home. We got some by Chloe. By Chloe's been closed in yes, LA and it's it open opened. now. So that was really nice. 
I got a guac burger. Oh, it's so good. I got You've, some vegan mac and cheese. It if, was bomb. If you're never, oh my If you're gosh. never in LA. If you're ever in New York or LA, know. you have to go to Bite Chloe. Yes. It's so good. Such it's all vegan. It's all plant-based. Cupcakes are amazing. <gasps> I you, ordered a cupcake. Yeah, you had it. I was wondering why you were, I was thinking maybe you were Is it in there? it. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great to know. Yeah. I'm like, let's quit this thing. <laughs> what a pleasant surprise. Seriously. What kind of cupcake did, did you get? Did I throw it away? No, it's right there. It's in that bag right there. Oh, cool. Okay. What kind of cupcake did you get? A hostess one. Mm, the chocolate one. Those are, I'm I like have a to real say, dairy though, cupcake. No, I have to say, sometimes their cupcakes are hit or miss. It's weird. Really? Because remember we, oh, like great. when we first got them, I was obsessed. And then I got one that was dry as the Sahara Desert. <laughs> and I was like, why? I thought this was like the moistest, Dang. best cupcake. But it could have just been an off day. A moistest hostess. The moistest hostess cupcake. But yeah, you guys got to go to buy Chloe. It's so good. It's so, so good. Also, we have not watched it yet, but we need to watch the Britney Spears documentary that came out last week. Yes, we do. We have to watch it. We were going to watch it the other night. About it. And then we were tired when we got our nails done. Then we we're going to watch it tonight as well. But we both were like, we know that's not happening because we're already tired from the shoot. Yep. And I have to wake up early tomorrow. But we do need to watch it. We do. I think we're going to have to actually watch it apart. Yeah. Because I'll probably watch it when I'm gone. Yeah. I was going to say. I might. I'm like, eh, I actually will be watching it tonight with Leif. Sorry. Cool. We're going to take a quick break to talk about Brooke Linen. So whether you're an early bird or you like to hit the snooze button, everybody deserves to sleep in ultimate comfort. And that starts with your comforter. Brooke Linen can help you get your best sleep. Brooklinen creates beautiful, high-quality bedding and home essentials. They work directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price, no middlemen, no markups. Their comforters come in lightweight all season and ultra-warm to suit every type of sleeper and lifestyle. There's even a weighted comforter option for stress relief which sounds absolutely amazing yeah, I right now. to be purchasing immediately. They also offer a variety of materials, including an eco-friendly recycled down alternative. And Brooklinen's comforters pair perfectly with their sheets, pillows, and duvet covers. I did bring our Brooklinen comforter, sheets, and pillows to our rental because I'm like, I'm not going without those for a month and I'm not putting them into storage because they are truly the best. I have so many of Brooklinen's products. I'm obsessed with their bath sheets. They're like <gasps> bath towels, except they're like bigger and more yes. luxurious. They're amazing. I just really adore this company. So treat yourself to ultimate comfort with Brooklinen's comforter collection. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code what we said to get $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That is B R O O K L I N E N.com and enter promo code what we said for $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code what we said. Should we get into these stories? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's I'm get bored. Right into it. I'm, cool. I'm feeling bored. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start dating app. Horror stories, okay? Keep that in mind, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Before what? we get started, have you ever used a dating app? Or you, you never in my life. Really? Not once. Because I downloaded Tinder as kind of a joke in college, I think. And then we, everybody. Yeah. And you're like, oh, swipe right. Like I know I've done that, but yeah. I've never gone on a date from a dating app. Really? Because I met my soulmate early on in life. And Aww. there was no need to date anyone else. And shockingly, <laughs> I feel like it's actually Leif, have you ever used Tinder or a dating app? <gasps> How many girls have you gone on dates with from Tinder? Maybe one. Was it a good experience or bad? Can't remember. He's like, I think about it every day, actually. He's like, oh, I miss her so much. <laughs> you what, Leif? so hot. In case you're new to the podcast, Leif is next to us playing Call of Duty. This is our new podcast <laughs> setup, apparently. <laughs> In case um, you're new to the podcast, like, a just uh, normal thing. <laughs> a constant thing. thing. Well, have you ever… Uh, like yes. I definitely knew you've gone on dates actually from dating. Yes. Have you ever had a bad know, experience? A lot of dates from. Remember I talked about the one guy I, I met on Tinder in California. <gasps> that messed oh, me. Oh, that was about the bad. shower. Lots of things like that where it's just like shocking. <laughs> um, I did meet my one and only friend from Tinder though when I lived in California. He did want more. He did want. He did want to be more than friends, <laughs> and I was only looking for a friend. But he was so nice, and like I met his whole family. Actually, this is so mean. I literally hope he does not listen to this. That's why I will not be sharing his name. But I met him and like there was no people, especially like that went to my church at the time. And so uh -huh. I was like, I want someone, that, someone to go to church with. Mm -hmm. And he was so sweet. And he came over. Actually, I think he drove like two hours to come see me. And he went to your same church? And he no, had no, to no. Drive he two just hours? like, he was LDS. He was Mormon. I know, I mean. but. 
Oh, 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 gotcha. Yeah, Not in your like same singles ward. Singles ward was really spread out too at that point. Like where all the singles go. If you guys don't know, like the Mormon church, like if you're 18 to 31 and you're single, you go to like a certain congregation to like meet other singles. Right. But he, so he went to that congregation? He was like in our, um, I don't remember, not in my, I didn't go to the singles ward. I went with my grandparents. Oh, okay. But he went to the singles ward, so he knew everybody. Anyway. Okay, okay, sorry. So there was like a dance and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went and I met him and his brother was like way better looking than him. Oh, and I was shiz. Like, shiz. And he was like so <laughs> funny. And I was like, frick. You're like, I picked but the he was brother. So, yeah, but he was so nice. Great guy. Um, but other than that, I mean, I've gone on a good amount of dates in Utah. Is where I use Tinder, unfortunately. <gasps> Oof. The most. That kind of just sends a shiver down my spine. <laughs> really Tin- Tinder in Utah. Wait, wait, wait. We need to talk about something. What? There was this girl who posted a TikTok. And she was, I think I sent it to you or I showed it to you. She was like dating at BYU check or whatever. And then she was talking about like shocking texts that guys yes. have sent her. Like and- he was like the, they like felt her up or something. Yes. And then we're like, you shouldn't let guys do that. Yes. Okay. I did comment on it, and not to make this about me, but my comment was the top comment with over 50,000 likes. Thank really? You. Yes. I don't even remember what it said, but I was, oh, I was like, oh, he touches you and then blames you for his actions. Like, <laughs> but literally, he, yeah, it was something like that where he was like, you really should not let a guy, yeah, touch your, you know, boobs. Um, <gasps> on, I'm like, ah, well, boobs. <laughs> literally, <laughs> a two year old. Guys, I feel like our podcast is, is gradually, what would you rate our podcast? Do you think it's PG or PG 13? Because uh, I always days, PG. Honestly. I, what do you mean these days? You think we've gotten less? No. <laughs> I'm like, these days we're bland. <laughs> no, these days I'm saying in terms of like what I think PG-13 is, is way worse than what we talk about. Yeah, that's true. Well, I always want to keep our podcast like wholesome. But then at some I point- I love I'm, a little sexual innuendo here and well, there. Well, yeah, I'm like, but then also we're 26. So I'm like, yeah. I also feel like I should be able to say boobs and not yeah. be scared. Okay, so I'm going to be okay, more unapologetic. So I'm like, okay, so he touched her boobs. <laughs> and that's the last episode my dad listened to. Yeah, he's like, good. <laughs> Signing off. No, so anyway, he's like, you shouldn't let guys touch you, especially, or like that, especially on a second date, like- Oh, no, sorry. I'm ruining this. Okay. <laughs> he says, you shouldn't let guys touch you. It will make them look at you differently. I know it did for me. <gasps> I know my future wife and the girl I marry would not let me do that, especially on a second date. Sir? Sir? Like it I was said, your choice to do it. What do you mean? You can't if blame If men have her. one thing, it's the audacity. Like, you cannot blame her for that. No, no, no. That's, you both had a part in it. Like, yes. stop. No. That's insane. I had a guy that I dated, I kind of dated— in Utah, who told me he had a spiritual prompting for me. No, he did not. That I should go on a mission. Absolutely not. And that was literally the last time I hung out with him. I was just, he like, he was like, I just have this feeling that you can like help so many people. So I really had this prompting. You should go on a mission. No, no, no. I'm like, oh, you had a prompting. I should leave my life behind for a year (laughs) and a half. I'm so confused. You didn't even go on a mission. I'm shook. I'm absolutely sure. Literally just the definition of like, if he can't have you, no one can. He's like, yes. I think you should go be going <laughs> yeah. soon. You're like, cool. Um, I've met some great guys on Twitter. Like, great, you know, just to see how it is. Some, yeah. Most guys are nice. Honestly, I watch too much. Well, that's a lie. I haven't watched true crime in a long time, actually. But I feel like that's just my first yeah. thought is like, I know that, you know, online dating is a huge way that people meet. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. But I just picture right now meeting a guy, especially like in LA or something where you're not familiar with people. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to get abducted. Yes. Like that's terrifying. And also what, what's actually my brother and his wife met on Mutual, which is like a dating site for Mormons. Uh-huh. Um, and they got married, obviously. And so did my sister. That's how she met kind of her husband. Oh, like, really? Yeah, he had like, I think he had messaged her on Instagram or something before. Oh, I didn't know. Um, I feel like social media is the new yes. way that you're going to find someone. Yeah. Totally. Um, so obviously it works. Mm-hmm. Great. But also, I was trying to think of the other time, um, lots of like ghosting after Tinder dates. Like they're just so nerve wracking because mm-hmm. you see the photos and then it's like, oh, you built up and then you meet them. And you're like, I really hope they like think I look like my photos. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what if I'm disappointing them? Exactly. And then you go on 100%. a date, you think it's great. And then they just like never message you back. And you're like, yeah. You yeah. know what I was thinking? It's so rare that someone, like, it would be pretty crazy for someone to look. I guess that's not true. I, I guess I've exactly seen people like, like that. their photos. Well, exactly. Or like better than their photos. Yes. Like, I feel guys, like. Though, guys, though, it's easier. Because, guys, it's easier. Girls, yes. though, it's yeah. like we know our angles, you know, people smooth up their skin, do stuff. It's like. 
I feel like it's pretty rare that you'd meet a girl and be like, oh my gosh, she's like even more gorgeous than I thought she was. You know what you should do, girls that have dating apps? You should take like, literally take photos that you don't think are attractive. Not where you're trying to be ugly, like it's a down angle, but photos that like you're tagged in or something where it's like, that's probably what you really look like your worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then put those and then, and then they, they still, they'll probably still think you're cute because we just are so critical of ourselves. Mm-hmm. They'll probably still think you're cute. Then you go meet them and they're like, wow, she's better than the photos. Oh my gosh, what a great idea. That is a great idea. Great idea. Start the relationship off by manipulating Photoshop them. yourself to look worse. Exactly. And then when they Add, meet you. Yep. 100%. Do the face stretch thing like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's smart. Add some blemishes. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Guess what? Blemishes are beautiful. Yeah, I everything's have a beautiful. million zits right now, so don't get it twisted. Okay, I'm going to start reading these stories. Okay. Hey, ladies, I've never written in before, but when I saw the topic, I knew I had to share. One night, my friend was staying over and we downloaded Tinder just to check it out. Nothing serious, just something to do. I quickly came across the profile of this guy that I'd gone to camp with. I didn't know him too well, but I thought he'd always been nice and he wasn't too bad to look at. I swiped right for the heck of it. Big mistake. Within 10 minutes, I had gotten a message from him saying, it's been forever. We need to meet up. He lived about 45 minutes away. So I made the drive and met him at this burger place. The minute we sat down, he brought up my ex and how he heard we broke up a few months ago. He continued to talk about how he knew we were never going to last and I should have dumped him. What? Okay. The dinner was kind of awkward. He talked all about himself and how he was glad he could fit me into his busy schedule. Okay. And when the bill came, he handed it straight to me which is fine. I'm all for paying, but don't just assume, you know? No, 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 no. What do we think about that? Like guys paying. Here's what I saw on a TikTok and it was like, as long as women's wage is less than men's wage, you know, there's still the wage gap that exists. Mm -hmm. We're not paying for meals because they can afford it. And I honestly can get behind that 100%. Okay. When you're in a a relationship, obviously it's like you can take turns. Yeah. But at that point, it's like you… Your money is yours. Well, like, it's also together, like so it doesn't really matter. It. Like yeah. she said, don't just assume. It's like I'm all for paying for dates. Also, who every asked you? Well. Usually, it's like true, if the true, girl true. asked you, then yes, she should probably like offer to pay first because it's like why would you ask someone to a place? Maybe it's like an expensive restaurant, and then be like, "Can you pay?" It's like what? It's like you would have the agreed if if I knew I would have taken you to McDonald's, honey. True. Okay. So don't just assume he said, she says, he let me know he had a movie night planned for us with his friends at his place. He sent the address to my phone and we were on our way. When we got to his place, she says, quote unquote, okay. I quickly pieced together that his place meant his parents' house. This guy is also 26 and his friends were his parents. Um, Okay. This man is catfishing you all over the place. Yes, we spent the rest of the evening sitting on the couch with his parents. In between the two movies. <gasps> two, two movies. <laughs> the two movies. That's maybe the most, uh, the worst part of it yet. The most toxic date I've ever heard. Okay, in between the two movies, his mom <laughs> got up and went to the kitchen and he followed, which meant it was just me and his father awkwardly sitting in the living room while he was talking to his mom, not so quietly, in the kitchen about how I was definitely the one he was going to, and he was going to marry me. Um, he sounds weird. And the whole time his dad was just staring at me with a smile. No. Um, are they going to cook you for dinner? <laughs> I feel nauseous just thinking about that whole moment. At the end of the evening, he walked me to my car and told me he would see me soon. He then tried to kiss me, but I thankfully dodged it and got it only on the cheek. He also asked if I could send him a nude when I got home as a thing, <laughs> as a, <laughs> as a thank you for the evening. LOL as if. Thank you for what, Thank sir? you for paying? <laughs> thank you for what? I had to pay and also sit okay, between your like, parents for two different that movies. That sounds like a narcissist. Does not think of her at all. Yeah. Literally, probably you could have been anyone. I mean, I'm sure you're wonderful, but it's like, stay away from those people. Yes. Complete narcissist. This is still going on and on. Okay. You're kidding. There's more. As if. Okay. In the nude. I drove home knowing that that was the end and I never wanted another date, but the story sadly is not over. I got home to see that he had tagged me on Facebook. (laughs) What? He had tagged me on Facebook saying we are now in a relationship. Oh. And he posted a photo of us on Instagram and tagged my ex. (gasps) No. I'm so I'm incredibly sorry. <laughs> I'm incredibly sorry. This man. He, he tagged. Okay, that's psycho. Are you like super like is he just like this is the hottest girl I've ever seen? Like I'm so excited about this. What's happening? Okay. He also spent a good two weeks showing up at my work 
with random um, flowers or candy. It was a mess and so embarrassing. After a final talk with him in the parking lot at my work, I explained we were friends and nothing more for the hundredth time. He then proceeded to call me a slut. Mm, classic. 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 Obsessed with you. Says you're the best person in the world. Second, you Wants reject him. Wants to marry him. you. Wants to marry you. Second, you reject him. Slut or whore always. Slut, whore, ugly. Yep. They're like, oh, I'd never want you anyway. It's like, okay, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, I have the text. Oh, but it's and fine. said I was only with him for the money, but I was the one who paid on the date. <laughs> I cannot. I want to meet this man. But I'm happy to say that a year later, he is blocked on all medias and I have not seen him since. Oh, and the ex he kept talking trash about, we're now happily back together and getting married here really soon. Aww. I guess sometimes it takes one bad and creepy date to get your head on straight. I love you, ladies. Keep up the great work. That was a great story. That was an amazing story. That was a shocking story. It really Man. does. You know what? I will say because a lot of my Tinder dates happened after me and Nick broke up when I was in Utah because mm-hmm. we broke up before I went to Utah. Went on a lot of Tinder dates. And then I got back together with Nick because I was like, wow, you're a gem. Yeah. You're a gem. You really probably learn what you don't yeah. want. True that. Oh, my toes are all peeling off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Frankenstein. <laughs> How does, what does that have to do with me? I don't know. The second I told you my biggest flex is that my feet are like always like <laughs> so smooth, little crusty. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, JC was like, I will say, because I was saying one time, I'm like, my heels are so cracked. And she was like, I will say, she's like, one thing that I have is my feet are baby soft. Like they're smooth as a baby baby's bottom. And then, yeah, ever since then, she's like, wait a second. <laughs> they're just like feeling so much. What? Like, what is that doing? Literally corns on your feet. <laughs> cool wait I actually don't but know my what, heel I don't know what corns are isn't it like the weird like texture it looks like sand almost or not sand but like maybe I have no clue this what I have is not corns <laughs> yeah I don't think so also my he, my heels are actually really soft yeah so I can still flex on you well mine aren't that bad <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> totally hidden all right you guys Lately, I've been obsessed with games. She's been a real true gamer girl. I am a true gamer girl. Games of all types, but especially and particularly with this fun casual puzzle game on my phone that's called Best Fiends. I'm obsessed. Best Fiends is boredom's worst nightmare. It has a five-star rating and over 100 million downloads. So you really you really know it's good. 100 million. Please, yes. let's take that in for a second. Yeah. That's so many downloads. Yes, that's a ton of people playing Best Fiends. I play this at night when I'm just winding down and I feel like it gives my mind a little light workout, but in the best possible way, in a fun way. I'm on level 30 something now, I believe, and I love it. Also, it has these like cute characters, which are the fiends um, that you befriend to defeat these slugs who are supposed to be the bad guys, but they're also cute. So (laughs) you can also play and compete with your friends, which is a really awesome part of it as well. It has thousands of levels, 5,000 to be exact, so you're never going to run out of fun. Get used to telling yourself, just one more level. Haven't we all been there? Yep. So download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That is friends without the R. Best Fiends. Check it out. Hello, ladies, including Beth. There have been a few times I've wanted to write in because I've been a longtime listener of lots of juicy stories, but I thought this one was perfect because I also met my now husband through a dating app. Okay, so here's my story. When I was active on a pretty popular dating app, oh, I thought I got that mixed up. I thought she said when I was popular on the dating app. I'm like, <laughs> wow. I got a message from this guy. I checked out his profile. We chatted and he was super cute and really seemed to be a genuinely good guy. Our talking seemed to move into a more serious stage pretty quickly. And when I had... Asked if he had other social media that I could follow him on. He said yes, but he was never really on it. So I added him on Instagram, though. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is quite the run on. He was going to be a catfish. (laughs) Maybe. So I added him on Instagram, though I didn't think he used it much. As days and weeks went by, he started to really push to want to meet me in person. Wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm getting a little confused. Yeah, this is is all one sentence. So— What's happening? Our talking seemed to move into more serious stage. I think she asked him for his social media. He was like, I don't ever post, but here it is. So she's okay. like, I followed him even though he never posts. Gotcha. Um, so as days and weeks went by, he started to really push to want to meet me in person and wanted me to send pictures of myself constantly. And he began almost being a bit clingy, but in a sweet way. So I ignored it and just thought of it as cute. He would tell me things like, I am the one, I'm his dream girl, so on. Mm-hmm. He also told me that he'd previously been in a serious relationship, but I was way better for him and that I made him feel like I was helping him become a better person. 
Well, one night I happened to look on his Instagram and saw that he had followed a ton of people on Insta, but not just any people, like a ton of sexy ladies, Mm. sexy looking ladies. When I asked him about it, he literally snapped, broke down and got all defensive and shut me out. I was surprised and hurt at first, but then a few weeks later, I started getting likes on my profile by some girl and she started messaging me saying how pretty I am and how we would be friends if we lived closer. (gasps) And she was sending me kissy faces. It's him. So when I went to look at her profile, I noticed it was the guy I had just been talking to's now fiance. Oh, what? And she was telling me how she wasn't mad at me for talking to him and that I was beautiful and should still come and visit. Well, this took a turn. This took a turn. Obs, I immediately blocked her and him both and realized I was very well getting baited into some weird swinger situation. Awesome. But for (sighs) real, I was shook to my core. Luckily, after that happened, I didn't give up hope of finding love. And just a month later, I met a wonderful man who I got married to 10 months later. And we are now coming up on our two-year wedding anniversary. I wouldn't change a thing, but I would definitely tell people to be cautious on any of the dating sites. Love you guys. I'm always looking forward to my drive to work on Tuesdays. Gosh. Wow, that really took a turn. Especially if you don't have any mutual friends. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like a completely random person. That has like not that many photos. Like you got to check them out. You got to do your detective work on Mm -hmm. them. I really thought the girl was going to be him. I know. Same. (laughs) That would have been even crazier. Okay. Hello, Chelsea and JC and Beth. This is by far the worst date I have ever been on that seemed to never end. Amazing. So I matched with a guy that I went to high school with. He asked me out and we set a date up. We went out to dinner and he kept asking weird questions like, what's the ratio of girls versus guys in your ward? I said there were more girls than guys. And he was like, oh, I definitely need to hit up your ward then. Cool. Ew. And then later asked me what types of rings I liked and what my size was. I was so confused. Dinner only lasted an hour or so, but felt like three. That's when you know it's bad. Yep. When you're counting down the hour. Yep. When you start like minutes. trying to hold back a yawn. Oh. <laughs> so he asked if I wanted to go back to his place because I went to high school with him. I knew that he lived in a mansion. So even though I wasn't having a good time, I did want to see his house. Get that coin, sis. He said, I know. I judge myself for this one too. So we went to his house and as we were passing the gate, his dad was driving out and they both stopped and rolled their windows down when he happily said, hello, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why why does that make me laugh? Uh, This is my date. It's going pretty great. I about about died. It was so cringy. And just when I thought it could not get worse, he did not even go into his house. He took me to a garage where all he wanted to show me was his hedgehogs. Uh, needless is to he say, five? Needless to say, there was not a second date. Just, hi, daddy. <laughs> hi, daddy. Ch- you want to come see my hedgehogs? Chelsea and I love to call men daddy. Come on, daddy. I'm like, I call everyone daddy. Especially you, Leif. Ignores me. <laughs> He's like, please stop talking to me. He's like, can you guys go in a different room? Okay, hi, ladies. Just wanted to say I love the podcast, and I'm so glad I finally have something to send in. I matched on Tinder with a friend of a friend from college who now lived 30 minutes away from me. He was a couple years older than me and overall everything I needed in a rebound as I had just gotten out of a relationship. Okay. To start off the day, I get to his house so we could Uber to a brewery that I wanted to go to. I thought it would just be us going until he called his friend who apparently was meeting us there. Okay. Why do they do that? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's such a common thing in stories we read. It's like they say it's just you and then they're like, and my friend. It's like, why? Yeah, that's weird. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. At least it just, if you know, either yeah. way, if you know going into it, like sometimes they want their to be friends. So yeah. it's like, that's great. But it's always like a surprise. Like, exactly. I thought it was just us. And then it was just me, him, and my mom. Yeah. Or his mom. I'm like, what the <laughs> My heck? mom. Literally. Stop doing that, guys. Yeah. I thought it would just be us going until he called his friend who apparently was meeting us there. No big deal, except I didn't realize until we got there that his friend who also went to college with us was someone I had hooked up with my freshman year of college. Oh, big yikes. Big yikes. Surprisingly, that's not even the awkward part. We get there and he acted normal and we just didn't speak of it and it was fine. Yeah, it's like you don't really have to. It's not like, be like hey, we hooked up. Yeah, it's like there's no need to talk, Yeah, right? it's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. The more naturally, like the more you act like you don't care and the more, don't try to ignore them. It's almost worse when you try to ignore them. Just be like, oh my gosh, hey, it's been How so are long. you? How are you? Yeah, act like everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fake emotions. <laughs> Never show people your emotions. After the brewery, we... Okay, I cannot say the word. (laughs) Brewery. Brewery. We decided to go out with his friends for a late dinner. When we got to the restaurant, one of his friends, not the one I hooked up with, stepped on the back of my sandal because it's hard to see the ground with masks on, and my shoe broke. Oh, that's annoying. Oh, that is annoying. I had to hobble around. 
Oh, that's a really annoying, actually. Mm-hmm. Especially I, a sandal. Yep. I had to hobble around the rest of the night, and my date was so drunk that he couldn't carry me. So guess who stepped up? Yep, the guy I hooked up with. And I couldn't say no because I didn't want to make it weird. After eating and mingling, well, you hooked up. So it's like, what's what's there to be weird about? Yeah, well, get on his back. <laughs> <laughs> After eating and mingling, we decided to leave because I've been hobbling around and my date was heinously drunk. <laughs> Amazing. So he calls a lift. We go out back looking for the lift. Ooh, Lyft and Uber are both getting a little free uh, promo. promo here. We go out back looking for the lift who wasn't there yet. And I'm just hobbling around trying to keep up with him. He gets in the lift and I'm like 20 feet behind him. And he closes the door and the car starts driving. Neat. Luckily, the driver stopped, saw me and stopped. But I genuinely don't think he would have noticed if I got left. We get back to his house and I don't want to drive home because I've been drinking. Very good. So when we get back, I just decide to keep drinking just to, <laughs> <laughs> to numb the pain, literally. Yeah, literally just to get through the night. I ended up sleeping in the... In the bed with him. And just when I thought things couldn't get worse, this man effing peed the bed in his sleep. No, he did not. Yep. Luckily, it wasn't on me, but the smell was super unpleasant. And I left as soon as I woke up and smelled (gasps) it. Yeah, girl, get the heck out of there. Oh, no. He texted me a few days later asking if I wanted to hang out again. And I just said I was busy and we haven't spoke since. Anyways, hopefully y'all find some entertainment and wanted up being a no good, very bad day for me. Ooh, that's a bad date. That's a bad date. Especially the pee to really top it off. Yes. Wowza. We're going to take a quick break to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, so you better not skip through this. If you don't skip through our ads, you're a real one. You're awesome. You're amazing and beautiful. And if you skip, you're ugly. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, the sponsor, let's get to the point. The sponsor is Green Chef. We love, we love, we love Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier. There's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference, which is really nice for me. Obviously, I'm vegan, and sometimes it's just, it gets tiring to look up on Pinterest or find different vegan recipes, and I like to branch out sometimes instead of just making the same thing. That's why I love Green Chef. It also, like, there are recipes that you wouldn't find otherwise and you wouldn't try, but they're super good and just, Yeah, you know, they're delicious. Unique. So I made one the other night, a meal, a Green Chef meal, and it was lemon mustard chicken and it had like peas and potatoes. It was super, super good. Leif and I both loved it. We made it together. And it just is so easy because everything's pre-portioned out and it's genuinely game-changing, especially if you're someone who, you know, always uses the excuse like, I want to cook, I just don't have time. Like this is really, really convenient. Also, it saves you time having to go to the grocery store, go down all the aisles, and like you said, researching a recipe. So go to greenchef.com slash 90 what we said and use code 90 what we said to get $90 off, including free shipping. That is greenchef.com slash 90 what we said and use code 90 what we said to get $90 off, including free shipping. Okay, Beth, I've listened from day one and I have, I've written in a bunch of times, but trust me when I tell you, sis, this episode is the one, okay? Strap in, ladies. I live in London and was in my final year of university and used Tinder for some distraction. Uh, just so everyone knows, if you are new to the podcast, people are like, wait, Beth? Like some people yeah. are like, wait, what's going on? Beth is my assistant and she works a lot with us on what we said. And she's also just our friend. So she goes through and picks the stories for us. And so if you're like, why do we keep saying Beth? That's That's who our queen Beth is. Okay. Anyway, I live in London and was in my final year of university and I used Tinder for some distraction. I'd not long come out of a two-year relationship and just liked going on the occasional date. I mean, who doesn't love being wined and dined? Anyway, This one particular guy I matched with, we're going to call him Simon, was lovely. Like for real girls, he was so sweet. He took me out for some drinks, walked me home, etc. One thing really threw me off on the date is he kept asking if I lived with housemates and he had a bag with him, which at the time I thought Uh, was a a work bag. Oh. Anyway, we got on. She's like, no, he had money. He had a bag. (laughs) He (laughs) He was in his bag. bag. (laughs) Anyway, we got on well and chatted every so often after the date. He kept asking me out, but not wanting to lead him on, I told him I wasn't looking to date and this boy was not happy and he was not going to give up. But God loves it, does love a trier. Two days after, I get a card in the post. There's lots of like little, lots of, uh, what's the word? Like, um, like different words for things. Yeah. yeah, which I actually love, but I'm like trying to read it in my normal or my um, 
limited vocabulary here. Okay. Two days after, I get a card in the post to my university house and of course got super excited thinking my mom had sent me a card, but nope, it was from Simon. Oh, geez, Simon. Girls, he posted me a card, but I did not give him my address. This boy must have retraced his steps on Google Maps. He told me he'd fallen for me and that he was sorry I didn't want to see him anymore. He proceeded to give me advice on exam stress, offered to proofread all my papers, and told me he was disappointed I didn't invite him in when we talked when he walked me home after our first date. He said he came prepared. For what? What? I realized this boy had packed an overnight bag to our first (gasps) date. I'm sorry, what? I dread to think what was inside that bag. I was super thrown off by this and started to panic that he knew where I lived. So I decided to block him on socials. I then messaged him saying thanks for the card as I didn't want to upset him. I watched too many true crime shows to know better and then blocked his number. I can't lie to you. I freaked out. This boy had someone worked out my address, knew where I lived, where I went to university, everything. Yikes, that could have ended in disaster. For the following two weeks, I wouldn't say home alone in case Simon the crazy wanted to pop by. My girlfriends all tease me by saying I'm the one that got away. That is actually scary. That is scary. I feel that. Like, that's not okay. No, that's scary. Now when I think about him, I get major creepy vibes and he was so charming. I think he was like psycho charming. Anyway, I soon returned to the dating scene after uni and now I'm with the boy of my dreams. Yay. I love you girls. And the podcast has honestly been such an inspiration and pick me up. I recently started my own business and podcast in lockdown. I must be crazy. Despite being in lockdown number three in London, your episodes never fail to make me smile. So thank you and never change gals. Wow. I love that. That is so sweet. I'm happy you found your dream boy. What if it's just Simon in a disguise? (gasps) The new guy. (laughs) Literally Simon just got plastic surgery. No, that really is scary. And you do have to trust your gut with stuff like that. Because some people are like, oh, oh, whatever. And it's like, no. If you get creepy vibes, you get creepy vibes. Mm -hmm. Vibes are vibes. Okay. That's right. All right. This one might be a little PG-13, I think. So if you don't want to listen to a PG-13 one, just fast forward a little bit. Hi, Chelsea, JC, and Beth. Your podcast is all the good vibes, and I can always count on it to brighten my mood. Love you, ladies. Love you, too. Okay, so a couple years ago, I matched with a guy on Hinge, and it turned out we actually went to the same college. It was a small school, like 7,000 undergrad. That is small. And we were the same grade, but somehow never officially met. I was a little self-conscious about that because I was an engineering nerd in school, but we matched a couple years after graduation and I decided to go for it since I was officially a working girl and had way more confidence in myself overall. We went on two dates that were great. I mean, not like head over heels, but he was a nice guy and we had a good conversation. He talked a lot about being adopted and how that shaped his worldview, and I found him super charming. Anyways, for our third date, we planned to get drinks and go to a comedy show in Santa Monica, but he got off work later than expected, so we had to do the 10 p.m. show rather than the 8 p.m. show. I didn't want to admit that was, like, already pushing my bedtime, so I made some coffee and met up with him at 9. That is a late date. That is a very late date. The starts sh- at 10? Yes. Yikes. The show was great. We got a we got pretty tipsy and ended up Ubering back to his apartment in Venice. As soon as we arrived, it all turned sexy very fast. Pinning me up against a wall and kissing me, stuff like that. We venture into the bedroom and you know how it goes from there. Except in the middle of it all, I heard what I thought was a snore. I looked down and this dude was legit asleep beneath me. No, he's not. And I really mean like we were fully conjoined at that very moment. No, you're lying. <laughs> I felt an emotional tornado of anger, shame, and humiliation, but I was honestly also laughing at how insane this was. I already knew it would be so funny someday, but I had no idea what to do. No one prepares you for this. So I kind of gave him a little slap in the face, then a harder smack, and still nothing. Uh, um, Is he broken? If it hadn't been for the snoring, I would have thought he was dead. <gasps> I decided I had to leave immediately to dev- avoid the awkwardness of having him wake up and realize what happened. Oh. So I got off him, quickly put on my clothes, and headed out the bedroom. And I left. Wait, so I got off him, quickly put on my clothes and headed out the bedroom. And I left the condom on him <gasps> still. No. <laughs> I'm actually screaming when we're calling her daddy now. Sorry, dude. But I mean, the damage was done at that point. I sprinted out and left the door unlocked. Again, sorry. And called the lift to take me home. Of course, the lift driver ended up being super creepy and asked me to come for a drink. Oh, like, um, no. Amazing. Also, it's like you've already had quite the night. So <laughs> yeah. I felt really embarrassed the next day and didn't hear from him at all. I was a little nervous that maybe leaving the condom on killed him somehow. <gasps> like the whole tampons and toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> I'm screaming. Literally toxic condom syndrome. (laughs) But finally, two days later, he texted and apologized. He admitted he was super embarrassed and didn't know what to say, but said he'd actually been at 
a work function earlier that night and had a few drinks before we met up. So he was just really exhausted from the day. He kept reiterating that it wasn't me and he'd still like to get to know me, but I was so traumatized. I didn't hang out with him again. Looking back now, it is such a funny story and I always knew it would be, but at the time it was so mortifying. I'm sure. I cannot even imagine him waking up like how embarrassed he was as well. And if she was just sitting there like, hello. Well, I'm saying like waking up alone without her being like, um, and then probably trying to recount his steps and being also like, kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's like good that he he told you like it wasn't you like yeah. and was being respectful and stuff. Yeah, but like that is bad. That is really bad. Wowzers. <laughs> okay, hey girls, love the podcast, and I am so glad I could write into this topic. Well, sort of glad because it's not a great story for me. LOL. So over quarantine, I moved back to my hometown after graduating in May during the pandemic. It's been super hard to get out and meet people, so I downloaded Hinge. Most of the time, I never really find anything. I'm definitely super picky about meeting up with guys, but I did match with this guy and he messaged me. He was a youth pastor, graduated from a Christian college, and said, looking for a relationship. Basically, a unicorn on a dating app. We messaged for like a week, and then he finally asked me on a date. So we met up, had a great night, went to dinner, and then coffee and dessert— literally on the date for five hours. And at the end, he was like, I had such a great time. I would love to see you again. I try not to get my hopes up, but it was such a good day with a genuinely good guy. We talked over the next few weeks, sorry, a few days. And then when it was getting closer to the next weekend, I began to hear from him less and less. I asked if we were still going to hang out and silence. Finally, I got this long novel of a text in summary, basically saying, I really loved getting to know you. You are seriously such an awesome girl, but I really feel God is calling me to singleness right now. And if you know anything about the Christian dating world, that is the number one cop out. But what was more frustrating was that he was on a dating app. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're not getting called to singleness, my friend. Like, excuse me, sir, if you were being called to singleness, maybe you would not be on a dating app or maybe don't be on a dating app. But obviously, how do you argue with him feeling God is calling him to singleness? LOL. (laughs) Needless to say, we don't talk. And that was the last time we did. But all of my friends, of course, I told them, were so confused by this weird encounter and how things had gone so well. And then randomly, he had been called to singleness, quote unquote. Christian dating is harder because it opens up even more options for rejection. No, I have to say this also. It's like you said, you can't argue with it. And that's why, unfortunately, some people really, you know, do have their own promptings and revelation, whatever, things that they're like, oh, I really feel called to do this or that. But unfortunately, like you're saying, some people use it as a cop-out or an excuse or something else just so you can't argue with them. Yeah, because you can't argue with mm-hmm. that. They'll just be like, oh, God told me this and I feel this way. And it's like, what are you supposed to say? No, he didn't. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, okay. As long as it doesn't interfere with you, it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's like, as soon as they say it's for you. Yeah. As soon as they say, uh, I had a prompting for you, that's when you know. I had a prompting, we're supposed to be together. Like, we're supposed to go on a date. It's like, uh, okay. But if I say no, that's the end of the confirmation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't mean like you have to, you know. Yeah, that's. Push it any further. Exactly. No, absolutely not. JC, Chelsea, and Beth. OMG, I have never had a story that was worth writing in, but this, this is one for the books. One night, my roommate and I were bored and scrolling on Tinder as one does. You know what? Tinder is kind of fun too. It's like, it's literally like a game, unfortunately. Yeah. We found a pair of boys whose bios claimed that they were looking for wedding dates that were in town for and we swiped right. Well, only my boy swiped right back, but boy, do I wish that he didn't. He showed up and first things first, he catfished me. (gasps) Okay, that's where the story ends, honestly. (laughs) And it was the same person, but his pictures were not recent, if you know what I mean. Ooh, <clears throat> I do know, what, know what that means. I immediately lost all interest in the situation and my roommate ended up having to entertain this poor boy all night. Eventually I went to sleep, but I remember waking up in the middle of the night on the couch and seeing him still standing in my kitchen alone. Um, huh? sorry. Did he not have a hotel room or, or home to go back to? I pretended that I didn't see him and in the morning he was gone. Wait, wait, wait. What? what? This escalated quickly. Hold on, hold on. He showed when? up, he catfished me. If you know what I mean, I immediately lost all interest in the situation, basically. And my roommate ended up having to entertain this boy all night. So, like, she fell asleep and then she woke up and he was in his kitchen. In she, her kitchen. In her kitchen. Then she fell back asleep, pretended not to see him, and he was gone in the morning. Ew. Unfortunately, he wasn't the only thing that was gone. Oh, <gasps> I looked around my apartment trying to find my phone and using my Find My iPhone from my roommate's phone for about 20 minutes. The map showed it was clear by, but I wasn't hearing the pings in my apartment. You're lying. I ended up going outside and did hear the pings out there. Homeboy took my phone and threw it in the bushes of um? the house next door. 
It was an old iPhone 4. This was five years ago. So my guess is that he couldn't get past the passcode and figured the phone wasn't worth stealing and ditched it. (gasps) My current BF and I have been dating for four years and we did not meet on Tinder. So luckily, this isn't something I have to worry about anymore. Literally robs you? Yeah, robs you. (laughs) Also, like you woke up and he was in your kitchen. Are you like feeling safe sleeping in the same room? I would not be like, yeah, I'll go back to sleep. I'd be like, sir. Yeah, I'd be like, can I help you? Sorry. Okay. Um, wow. What a roller coaster. Okay. Hello, ladies. My dating app horror story is when I was still in the dating game and I matched with this guy on Tinder and we chatted for a bit. He seemed okay, but the more I got to talk to him, I realized I was not that interested in him. He had asked me to meet up with him and I was going to meet him for coffee just to make sure he wasn't just boring via text and no sparks would fly once we met. But the day came and my car broke down while I was driving to work. I messaged him and told him I wouldn't be able to meet him because of the car trouble and he offered to pick me up. I declined because I didn't want him to know where I lived, especially if I wasn't that interested in him. Smart. He also messaged me later that day and said I was lying about the car problem and how he would have let me go for a ride on his mustache. I I was not expecting the mustache part. A ride on his mustache. (laughs) I was so turned off and grossed out after that. I never messaged him back. Now, fast forward two days. My dad. Wait, I have a second. I have a question. Why do you guys think things like that are funny? Especially when they don't know you at all. Like, you want to ride on my mustache? It's like, uh, in what world is that going to, like, get a girl? Especially that you don't know. You've never even met. It's like, maybe be a funny thing if you've been dating for two years. Yeah, and married at that point. It's just like, what the crap? Okay. Now, fast forward two days. My dad said he made an appointment to fix my car and I'm following my dad to the shop. Once we pull up and go into the shop, my dad and the owner are friends and start talking about my car. And then my dad calls me over to explain the issue I'm having with my car. And just my luck, the mechanic working on my car is the guy I was (gasps) supposed to meet up with. Heinous. I was trying to be professional, explain what happened to my car, but I was so shocked that the car shop my dad took me to was the one where the Tinder guy worked and how he would be working on my car. Not to mention Tinder guy just kept making it, staring at me, making it so awkward. My dad and I dropped off my car and it was ready to be picked up four hours later. So we go in to pay and get my keys. As soon as I get in my car, I get creeped out again, how Tinder guy now knows what my car looks like and starts going through everything in my car. And sure enough, I found a note in the center console that said, the offer is still up for that ride. (laughs) Okay, that's kind we of have funny. To, we have to respect his craft. <laughs> okay, that's funny. That is funny, actually. She said that's going to be a no from <laughs> Like, that's actually funny because I was thinking some creepy, like, number, like, yeah. beautiful. It's like, honestly, that's better. As I was driving away, I completely <laughs> deleted the app off my phone so nothing like that would ever happen to me again I love you guys so much that is so <laughs> was funny he and cute? so shocking <laughs> like the guy I'm picturing maybe like it it's is kind of like better. a jokester yeah 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 it's and maybe kind of he actually like isn't like a guy. completely cr- yeah he's creep. not creepy he's just like actually that's his humor yeah you know what I mean uh-huh. but if it's like an actual creepy guy it's like that's a no, <laughs> no that is like a no. delete that app from my phone forever yeah that is so funny but at least he knows you weren't lying about the car issues literally him that's literally on true it. Hi, JC and Chels and Beth and Leif and Nick and Lady and Sophie. I love the podcast. I listen every week and I've been waiting to have a story to send in. I went to college at Kansas State and there's a military base real close. So there's tons of military guys on Tinder. I matched with a guy that had just recently moved to the base. We texted for a few weeks and he was so sweet. So I invited him to come over to my house and hang out. I sent my roommates to hang out with the neighbors so they'd be nearby if I got murdered or anything. LOL. Just <laughs> just casual so, with it. Yeah. He showed up with two bottles of wine, a little excessive, and we started watching Harry Potter. He proceeds to drink both bottles of wine in like 30 minutes, okay. then asked if I had any other alcohol. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then he went to the bathroom. He had been in there for like 15 minutes and I could hear him falling over. He came back and tried to act like everything was fine, but he literally had poop all over his no, pants. No, he did not. I'm... Uh, 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 that ew. is shocking. I literally want to... I feel creeped out. I told him he needed to go home. He had rented a car since he was new to town. So I had to drive him back to the base and have my friend follow me to bring me back home. You have to like check in to get, oh, because he was drunk. Mm -hmm. You have to like check in to get on base. So I just parked the car right outside the gate and left him there. Ha ha. When I got home, my entire house smelled like poop. He had pooped his pants and somehow managed to spear. No. Smear poop all over my bathroom, like walls, toilet, bathroom and everything. No, he did not. What? 
So I had to throw everything in my bathroom and scrub poop up all night. Uh, um, I smell poop right now. <laughs> Ew, this makes me want to throw up. Needless to say, I didn't talk to him ever again. And then he had the audacity to block me on Instagram. That was the last Tinder day. I was mortified, I'm yes. sure. Last day I ever went on. I'm engaged to the best guy now, so I guess everything works out in the long run. That is shocking. Like, you didn't know you signed up to literally be a babysitter for the night and spent all night cleaning? Cool. Pooped his pants. That's crazy. And how did he get on the walls is my real question. Well, I smeared it. Like, how did it even get on his hands? I don't know. I'm terrified. Okay. Hi, ladies. First off, I have to say I am absolutely obsessed with you guys, and this podcast has truly lifted my spirit throughout lockdowns and the general pandemic worries. As for my dating app horror story, I keep wanting to say, I keep having to say horror because I'm yeah. scared it sounds like I'm saying horror store. Horror story. Okay. Horse story. <laughs> I had recently re-downloaded Tinder for the billionth time to see if maybe this time I could finally meet someone cool. One day, I matched with this guy that seemed cute, and I remember he had a cute and funny bio, so I was kind of excited. He DMs me immediately after we matched and said hi. I said hi back, and then a few seconds later, he <laughs> oh no, he sends me several eggplant emoji oh. pics. We all no, know what that no, means. No, 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 no. To say the least, I felt like that was extremely abrasive and I was shocked. I was so annoyed that I deleted the app and a few hours later I went to lunch with my mom. Obviously, I didn't tell my mom that some random guy sent me nudes, but as we sat down for lunch and the waiter walks up to take our drink order, I realized that the waiter is the guy from Tinder that sent no. me the nudes. I could tell from the surprised look on his face that he recognized me, but I obviously was not going to say anything to him because I was with my mom. Every interaction we had with him during lunch was extremely awkward, and my mom even made a comment about how weird the waiter was acting. <gasps> I never told my mom, and I definitely never spoke to that guy again. You should have been like, can I have the eggplant <laughs> dish? <laughs> but to say the, the least, the experience was hainy. Anyway, love you guys, and hope you are all happy and healthy. And JC, I hope you find your dream home so soon. Aw, oh, thank that's you. Sweet. What about that, me? <laughs> like, I would really like a dream home as well. That's uh, that's Haney. And also, and Haney. these are the things you think of after. So I do not blame you for like it being so awkward because I would do the exact same thing. But looking back, how funny would it be to make it miserable for him? Yes. Like you just say things like, wow, this, this plate <laughs> looks really small today. And, like look really at him. So he just feel like make him feel bad for doing that to you. Yes. Because that's literally like that's literally- indecent, indecent exposure. Yeah. Put him in jail. That's not okay. Lock him up. Seriously. And just like make him feel so bad. But like he can't say anything because your mom's there. Exactly. You trap him. <laughs> yeah, trap him. Wow. Thank you guys so much for sending in all your stories. We love recording these episodes. And let's we do love story episodes every week, let's honestly. Let's do it every week. I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. I'm literally smiling right now. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, it's so fun. <laughs> ah, I love this. <laughs> Thank you guys for all your support. Make sure you go check out our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. You guys can be involved in any of these story episodes. If you ever have a story for any of the topics that we are talking about, we'll let you know what the topics are on Instagram. And then you guys can email us your stories. And we have some good ones coming up. Yes. And if you have any ideas, ideas definitely DM us. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok, YouTube, all the different stuff. But we love you guys so much. Hope you have an amazing day and week. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Bye.